Hey everyone, Emily Abadi here. You are listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. Today's installment of 5-Minute Friday will be anything but 5 minutes. (laughs) There, I said it. I have something to get off my chest. Some of you may have caught me talking about this briefly yesterday on an Instagram Live. And now I am ready to bring it to the feed. This episode is going to be unedited and pretty raw. So stick with me here. I'm dealing with an injury. It could just be a hip strain. I can't believe I'm even saying this word. Uh, It could be a hernia. About a week and a half ago after long run, I ran 22, 23 miles and it felt amazing and I was so excited. And after that run, I made myself a BLT and I actually went to a concert with some friends and had myself a day. And I remember getting home and going to bed and waking up in the morning and feeling so sore in my lower abs, like a level of soreness that it had been so long since I felt and also was like a little debilitating at the time. I was laying on my couch that Sunday with no plans of going anywhere or doing anything. And to like sit up from lying on the couch watching Ted Lasso, I had to like use my arm to assist myself. I even remember throwing this like into an Instagram story being like, this is the weirdest thing. And so that soreness subsided a little bit, but I had this like persistent kind of dull pain in one area, which is like in my abdomen, a little to the left of my right hip that wasn't going away. And I noticed as Monday and Tuesday came, I ran a little bit, but it didn't really feel comfortable in that area. Wednesday, I took off. Thursday, I went to go do a little bit of a pyramid workout on the treadmill. And at times, it felt fine. And then at other times, I felt like I was maybe making the feeling a little bit worse. And my rule for myself is that if I'm working out and the pain becomes beyond like uh, this is uncomfortable because I'm working really hard pain and it feels like it could be doing something bad to my body, then I call it, right? So I did half of the pyramid workout and I came in. And so it's been about a week since it kind of hit me that this wasn't just some soreness, So I started to calmly use the tools in my toolbox to figure out the next best steps. If you haven't been following along with me for a while, or maybe you're new to the show, some context here is that as of now still, I am uh, running the London Marathon on October 3rd, and I've been training for this for about three months now. So I started using the tools in my toolbox and made some calls and placed some emails and got myself a few appointments, an acupuncturist appointment, appointments with two different physical therapists, and I figured that we would start to try to figure out what was going on with my body. As the weekend went on before my first appointment on Monday, it was definitely a little bit defeating Because unlike traditional muscle soreness, 
this wasn't dissipating with time. And it started to definitely spook me as the appointments came on. The first time I cried about this was sitting in acupuncture. And it's kind of like when someone asks you, hey, are you okay? When you know you're not okay, you haven't had to talk about it yet, and you feel finally like the first time you're seen. And I looked at my acupuncturist and having kept this kind of bottled up because I was trying to, you know, navigate it and figure it out and remain calm, I felt as though I could just like totally break down. I sat there and talked to her about all this and we went through the needling and I laid there for a bit on this table. And what was really interesting about that appointment in particular was we talked a lot about breath as I would assume that, you know, the whole naturopathic way of medicine, this is like a very natural thing for us to talk about in that room. And we talked about breath and I had a realization that over, you know, the last 18 or so months of the pandemic that for the most part, every time I was breathing in, it felt so shallow and I felt so scared just to breathe, right? So many times over the last couple of years now when I've been going to take that deep breath or feeling anxious or just feeling like completely overwhelmed, I would meet that deep breath with this discomfort and in deep inside my chest. And I realized in that room that I hadn't taken a deep breath in so long. And as I sat there with my acupuncturist, she said to me, to be honest, maybe you also need like a really good cry. And I already said that I was like trying to keep my shit together, you know, going through this and not freaking out or making any crazy decisions right off the bat. And when she walked out of that room and I was just laying on the table, like I just started to cry. Then I, you know, drifted off to sleep as one does for a bit when you're just laying there, letting the needles do their thing. She came back in. She gave me a bottle of pills, a, a bunch of different herbs, and told me to take five of them twice a day, and I left. Throughout that day, and this is like a classic example of I feel like how the things that we tell ourselves and the conversations that we're having with ourselves really matter, but throughout that day, it takes a deep breath. I really started to think a lot about my breathing and I meditated and I was consciously just taking a lot of deep breaths. And to be candid, it felt like for the first time in a long time, those deep breaths weren't meant met with a lot of resistance. This isn't to say that, you know, the dull pain I had in my abdomen was necessarily going away, but I did feel like that conversation really unlocked something for me. The next day, I had my first PT appointment at Motive here in New York. And this is when I just lost it. I was sitting on the table describing what I was feeling. And the first person that had said to me, like, maybe it's a hernia was actually my dad's girlfriend. We were together over the weekend at, uh, at a festival uptown on Arthur Avenue. And she said it. And of course, after like that got in my head, 
you know, a hernia just sounds so scary, right? Molly, my acupuncturist, let me know that people actually go living years and years with hernias and do nothing about them. That's not really my goal. (laughs) But I mentioned to my PT, like this hypothesis, we obviously talked about a muscle strain. And as he started to like do work on me and we talked about everything, I was just so beside myself. And we talked about how I wasn't really ready yet to kind of fill in my community on what was going on with my body. Not because in any way, shape or form do I feel like this is me letting anyone down. And I don't feel like an injury is me letting myself down at all. I also don't really feel that if I do have to pull out of running the marathon that I've let myself down in any way because this is something that was completely unpredictable. But I think the struggle and where the root of the emotion comes from is really just the opportunity cost, right? In preparing for a marathon and doing all of this training, you make so many sacrifices and so many decisions that are in favor of you on this quest for your own potential. And I recognize that in this journey, there have been so many beautiful moments and already so many successes and takeaways that I wouldn't have come to without the marathon training. I know that a training cycle is so much bigger than race day and that if you're only paying attention to what happens on race day, then you're missing the point and the beauty of why it is that we run. You know, I run to feel confident and invincible and proud and to show myself that I am able to show up in every aspect of my life and I can make that choice deliberately. And so the injury and what's going on with my body is more a tie to the frustration of not being able to express myself in that way. I know that I have so much value beyond being a runner and adjusting my training and navigating this injury and getting on, you know, to a bike. Biking doesn't seem to aggravate the area. Neither does like generally just walking around, although I would be remiss if I didn't say I feel like a dull. It doesn't even feel like a pain. It just feels like something's off in my abdomen pretty constantly. But I know that uh, I know that not being able to move in the way that I want doesn't make me any less of a human, but that doesn't mean that it's not a frustrating experience. And so going back to that moment on the table, just feeling so sad about And I think it's normal to like mourn this loss a little bit. Although again, like I'm not recording this saying I'm 100% out yet. We'll talk about that in a second. But you need to let yourself feel those feelings, right? And in that moment, I think that was probably the second time next to my moment with the acupuncturist that I allowed myself just to feel. (laughs) And it was interesting, you know, having this vulnerable moment in front of my PT who were still like getting to know each other and feeling that loss and 
just sad, sad thinking about, you know, the experience that I was hoping to have and, you know, where I had been in my journey and coming to terms with that, right? The thing about this, <laughs> I'm recording this at 7.10 in the morning on Thursday, September 16th, I believe. This episode will come out on Friday, September 17th. And I woke up at 4.15 today after going to bed at like 8.45 last night and already getting over six hours of sleep. My whoop says I'm very recovered. I woke up and I was like researching flights to Italy and I started to think about what I'm going to do if I can't run the marathon. I don't know if my heart is in it to go to London and not run a marathon. I was planning to go from London to Paris on the train and then fly from Paris to Chicago and host a live event there. For details on the live event, you can click over the show notes. I'm still going to be in Chicago. Don't worry. I promise. But in bed at like 4.45 in the morning, I'm on Delta and kayak and looking at flights and wondering if I should actually just go to Italy and then Paris or just to Paris or, you know, things change, right? And I believe what is meant for us, it will happen, right? And again, like I'm allowed and we're all allowed to have these moments where we feel upset and we navigate the emotion. You have to feel, right? You have to go through the motions. You don't have to be so strong all of the damn time. But in a possible pivot of my plans, and I plan to make this call next Wednesday because I'm thinking long-term and I know how important it is to prioritize my body and that I want to be able to move for a long damn time and that pushing myself for this one moment is me losing sight again of the journey and of how far I've come, not just in the last three months, but God, like in my life, right? Like I didn't work my ass off in college to lose weight and find running and learn to love running and love myself only to let it all go because I was just being a little bit stubborn. And so lying in bed and looking at these flights and thinking about what I could do, I realized that this is just another opportunity, right? It's another hurdle that I have the opportunity to conquer and navigate in a way that is me showing myself compassion and having grace for the situation and just doing the very best I can with what I have. I don't have the answer yet of exactly what I'm going to do, but I know that I have to listen to my body and I have to continue to have some grace with myself and that I'm doing the best that I can here. Again, I can't reiterate this enough. You have to let yourself feel the things. These hurdles that come our way in life, they give us a chance to remember our own potential. <laughs> Similarly, to the way that running does, right? 
And running has taught me the importance of resiliency and that I can navigate whatever hurdles come my way. (laughs) I'm laughing here a little bit to myself because I really thought that I'd cry even more recording this. But at this point, I really feel as though being open and honest about what's going on with me is kind of a release. (laughs) I'm also aware that it doesn't mean that there's, there's a lot more emotional moments in the you know, weeks, weeks to come. But I'm happy to share this with you. And I'm happy to move forward now in the best way that I know how and continue on my quest to be the best me that I can be. I pray so I pray so hard that if I have to, you know, withdraw from this race that I'll be able to run London next year. But I don't know the answer to that yet. But I promise to keep you all in the loop and to keep looking for the silver linings and to keep hurdling because that's what I know how to do and I know how to do it real well. I do want to make sure that I mention here that as of now, I'm still also registered for the New York Marathon. (laughs) So... I know that also if I do pull out from London that I have some even more time to uh, to rehab or to navigate what's going on. And I also recognize that if this is just a muscle strain, this could be better by next Wednesday for all that I know. So uh, I'm going to keep doing these exercises and, and keep taking it one day at a time. But thanks for listening and thanks for coming along with me on my journey always and supporting me in my quest to, again, just be the best me that I can be. Injury can feel like a really lonely thing and beyond feeling the feelings, I want to encourage anyone that's listening to this, regardless of where you are on your personal journey, to talk to someone about what you're going through. It's easy to get caught up in labels, you know, based on how we identify a mother, a runner, a sister, a teacher, a friend, etc. But in identifying that way, sometimes it can be easy to lose a part of ourself. And I want you to know that you are so much bigger than just one thing and that you have so much to bring to the table. And if for some reason, at some point, a association that you had in your life has to change, maybe you were a wife and now you're no longer. In my case, maybe (laughs) I do identify as a runner, but I'm not doing it right now. That doesn't make you any less of a person with any less value, period. There is, again, so much beauty in the struggle, although it might not feel that way in the moment. So don't put yourself on an island, right? It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay that things haven't gone as you'd hoped or as you'd planned, but don't wallow in it, okay? We got shit to do. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. I will be back on Monday, as always, with a really exciting episode of the show featuring Gretchen Rubin. In the meantime, another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.